So howdy, everybody. You are now listening to the smooth stylings of Kombucha Queen here with the Brewmaster. And you already know that together we are the The Beer Beer Bitches. God, I never get tired of that harmony. I think we're getting better and better every time. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we are on location today in beautiful Portland. Not that one. The other famous one. Yeah, we're not that cool to go to that Portland yet. (laughs) But Portland, Texas will have to do for today. So we are talking about the dark and creamies, the not so hoppies. That's right, you guessed it. Stouts. It's a perfect time of year for them. It's a bombing thirty-two degrees outside. <laughs> right, this is as cold as it's ever gonna get here. You know how to pull out that winter hat. <laughs> and yet she's still just wearing a regular trucker cap. Hey, always gotta wear a baseball cap. <laughs> if it helps, I'm also wearing sandals. So. Texans know how to beat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing a hoodie, though, all right? Yeah. <laughs> Gotta keep the top warm. But uh, this is probably the only time of the year that really stouts sell really well. It's those winter months. I can feel that. It's basically the soup of the day. Yeah. yeah. It's very, uh, warms you up as you drink it down from the uh, harshness of the alcohol <laughs> content usually being pretty high. Yeah, um, so how high normally is a stout? Like, what's the range? I would say it's usually over five, six, and then goes anywhere up. All the way? Forever? Okay, so like five is pretty standard. Like as long as you got a little over five, you're in the stout range. But most people like to hit that seven, eight, nine, ten. Dang, imperial stouts. That's true. They're very popular. Yeah. I think today we don't even have any imperial stouts, right? Oh, no, you're right. We have the Mer dude is the imperial stout. What about yours? Uh, the one that I brought from Railroad is, uh, just an American stout, but I use an Irish yeast on it to give it more of a dryness. Okay, but alcohol percentage? Uh, we're looking at 6.35, I believe, on this page. All right, all right. Not bad. Yeah, pretty standard. Great. All right, so then we are starting with what right now? Uh, picked up the left-handed... Brewing Company, Milk Stout. It's a nitro. They say it's an American stout. Um, it comes in at a 6% even, 25 IBUs. Super smooth with soft roastiness and mocha notes. Interesting. Mm, I can definitely smell those mocha notes. This also comes with directions on the bottle if you ever purchase these. Um, pour hard to release the nitro magic. Most people don't know what nitro actually is, and so they'll get a nitro beer, and they'll be like, my beer's flat. It's flat as big. And you're like, yeah, that's what nitro is. It removes the carbonation. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as suspected, this beer is flat. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. This is actually pretty good. I do like that definite hints of, like, the chocolatiness at the end. Like, I feel it in the back of my tongue. Yeah, so it's definitely super smooth, like it says on the soft, um, says on the can. Uh, but I've had this on tap, <clears throat> and I think I'm liking it better in the bottle. Interesting. Yeah, and I feel like from the bottle, like those instructions said, like you can definitely pour it harder, give it more like spin on it. Then I feel like I very rarely have I liked a nitro on tap. There's yeah, there's I, I like Tasty AF by Saloon Door. That's it. But is it the peanut butter or is it the nitro? It's the nitro peanut butter one. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying it's the peanut <laughs> butter that makes me love it. 
No, it's both. <laughs> it's true. Without peanut butter and anything, I'm like, yes. In fact, we should probably say that delicious peanut Well, we won't. We can circle back to it, of course. (laughs) We may or may not have a peanut butter can hidden amongst (laughs) these. (laughs) That's right. So let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So we have seven beers today. Being very conservative today. Yes, yes. Due to that high alcohol percentage. Of course, of course. All right, so what are we... Don't worry, we just got a shower of beer. Straight to the eyes. Remember put on your safety glasses on opening growlers. Some of these growlers really hold on to that pressure. All right, so next up... This is straight from... It's Tilt's very own. Very own beer, uh, straight from a bright tank, so this is a little different than... Most beers are from kegs or bottles or cans. Very sure they've been packaged in some other form. But this one's straight from the sauce. Straight from the... Oh, that's good. That's yeah, good. The Don't nipple crazy. of the bright tank. <laughs> <laughs> it's like fresh dairy. So what can you tell us about your beer, Till? Regale us. Um, so this one has a lot that goes into it. It's one of the biggest beers that I brew. It's oh. got almost close to 400 pounds of grains total that it goes into it. Now, is that because it's a stout or because that also helps you get more alcohol content out of it? Obviously, more grains equals more alcohol content, but then also because it's a stout, I like to get as many flavors as you possibly can from the different types of grains that I use. Okay. So I use two-row as the main base ingredient on it to give it that body behind it, but then I Ooh. have chocolate, flake barley, some crystal caramel, midnight wheat, roasted barley, and black malt. So I feel like I could totally tell when it has black malt. I'm into it. You know why? Because this is like a coffee drinker's dream yeah. stout right here. Like, is it espresso in my cup or is it railroads? <laughs> is this the stouted conductor? Yes. Oh, yeah. Or is it the stouted conductor in my breakfast cup? Tough to say. Yeah, this beer was, uh, stouts were one of my favorites when I started drinking craft beer. And so when I started brewing, home brewing, I would brew stouts and I'm like, I just keep getting this metallic taste or I keep getting this or they're not don't get a lot of body or they're just I'm lacking so then um started brewing professionally and I was like this is a recipe I want to perfect you know and it took a lot a lot of batches and a lot of experimenting and a lot of research and a lot of looking at what other people were doing and um this is the third time I've brewed this batch and I think it's really right where I like it so nice yeah I'm with it this one's good and you know it's good because it's only the second tasting in our <laughs> beer lineup. So I haven't been swayed by yeah, yeah. drunkenness I, yet. I'll ask you again when we come back <laughs> and we're eating which one's your favorite. And you drunkenly point to mine. I hope so. Close one eye. Just randomly point. All right. Next up we have the Murdude, which is a Russian Imperial coffee milk stout. Boy, that's a mouthful. <laughs> Also a local from here in Corpus Christi, just like our railroad beer. Only this bad boy is a whopping 10% alcohol. They've been keeping it right at that 10% since they brewed it. I don't know. Should I read the back of the can? It's a long one. It surely is. First, let's pour. Yeah. So Alexis and I, favorite version of this beer would be the... Murdued with peanut butter. Yeah. 
there's a great story, but one that we probably don't have enough time for in this podcast for. It also might get us in trouble, so. It could, it could. <laughs> it just involved fishing on, like, a very stormy day, <laughs> being out on, like, this secret fishing island. and Our parents would have been terrified if they knew we were doing this. It's true, but, man. It was good. <laughs> it was so good. Totally worth it. And we lived, so yeah. it all worked out. Okay, so the mer dude wow. says, the mer dude is the oceanic envoy of chill inspiring others to go with the flow and learn to just mellow out man the mer dude abides with flavors of roasted barley chocolate coffee and a lingering sweetness that is sure to bring upon the chill it really ties the beer together but that's just like our opinion man it's good knowing he's out there the mer dude taking her easy for all of us okay where are i I definitely get that barley taste. <clears throat> definitely get that chocolate. It smells almost spicy. Yeah. It tastes kind of almost spicy. Yeah, like it's got a little... How old is this can? Ooh, what does it say on the bottom? They usually put something fun, right? Um, I don't know. <laughs> it's all like smeared off. Oh man. They don't want you to know. <laughs> I know at one point they were putting like cool stuff. Oh, but that, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I do know that from the brewery, this bad boy is fairly delicious, but I feel like this can is telling me otherwise. Yeah. Like, why am I getting like spicy? Like, why am I getting spicy pickle vibes? Pickle vibes. Yeah. You ever had a spicy pickle? No. Okay, well, don't. They're not good. <laughs> They're not good. No, I don't know too many people that like spicy pickles, but. There's this taste with this beer that I can just never <clears throat> put my finger on what it is that I don't like. <clears throat> Maybe it's a spicy pickle. I don't know, but I feel like it's the can situation. I really don't remember tasting anything like this from tap. All right, next we've got a Left Hand Brewing Co. again. Oh. Peanut butter milk stout. Oof, so excited. Milk stouts are whew, so good, and then you add that peanut butter. Mm. Yeah, so, okay, what is the difference between, like, what makes it a milk stout? You have to add lactose? Yes. Okay. Should have let the audience wait a little bit longer. <laughs> threw that in. I'm okay. so excited to answer. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, why is it like, what's the difference between, like, what are the different stouts? Like I saw the first one we had was an American stout mm-hmm. as opposed to what, like, I mean, is Guinness the creator of stouts? That would be an Irish stout. Okay. And is it just because of the location or is it like actual? Well, you'd brewing? use like a Irish yeast. Uh, oh, so, so yeast kind of controls it's drier. it. Okay. So... There's English stouts, there's American stouts, uh, there's obviously Imperials, there's Russians, you know, it's That's all fair. different versions of the stouts. But So I know Imperials because of alcohol level. Correct. And then so the other ones are just probably based mostly on the yeast. Yeast and probably what um, hops okay. are used. Okay. Okay. But not too many hops go into stouts, right? Right. Because you don't want um, stouts to be hoppy. That's fair. So that's not why I drink them. <laughs> the best way, I guess, like the other beer that <clears throat> most people don't know it actually bases off of a stout is a black IPA. The only oh. difference is it has a 
shit ton of hops in it. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the black IPA is always good for when, like, you, the stout is what got you into craft beer, and then you're like, but I want to like IPAs, yeah. truly. Yeah. So why not, you know, dive, dip the toes that way? Oh, it already smells delicious like delicious peanut butters. To be fair, you've given up on your uh, bougie rinsing out Mm-hmm. Your glass every time. I'm surprised. Yeah, I figured they're all dark and stormy. So. <laughs> yeah, but some of them are spicy pickles. Yeah. What's the deal? What's the deal? But lovely. But the last time we did this, we did the 12 days at Christmas, which was different varieties. So, you know, that's fair. That warned the bouginess. So, yeah, you're uh... right. <laughs> well, this one, I'm definitely getting the delicious peanut butter. Like, I'm getting all the things that I was hoping I'd get from it. Yeah, I think the longer it sits there, I can smell it a little bit better. Yeah, it probably helps. Like, I feel like this one's probably one of those ones that tastes better when it, like, gets a little warmer. Yeah, and that's the thing about stouts. You actually want to drink them when they're, like, 45 to 50 degrees, which most people are like, I want cold beer. And yeah. I'm like, you're actually subduing a lot of the flavors and the aromas and that you could get out of a stout for being warmer. Interesting. So you think you should have... Everyone's super into wine fridges. Should mm-hmm. we also be into special beer fridges? Oh, I totally. Like, it has sections where you're, yeah. like, IPA section, you know. Yeah, different temps your for lagers, each beer. Your lagers, your ales, your stouts. Well, hashtag goals. We could become famous. That's our next goal. Let's design a fridge. So. I'm down. Uh, the <laughs> beer level, fridge. Every level. Ooh, height. That would be the pinnacle of the classiest. <laughs> every point of that beer will be in perfection temperature. <laughs> Perfect pours every time. Mm-hmm. Dang, it's almost a shame to, like, chug this little swig because it's so good. I know, I was looking at the stuff on the pint glasses that we're drinking on today. Yeah, this one's cute. Pints for pointers. Yeah, and this one's also a doggone brewery. Oh, yeah, doggone. So that's up in Rockport. I'm sensing a theme with these pints. Mm-hmm. Dogs. Dogs. <laughs> we had to lock up the dogs for this podcast. That's true. They're pretty, they're pretty antsy. Except for Argus. He's chilling. <laughs> He's so quiet. He's not even looking at us anymore. He's like, cool, whatever. Yeah. Could y'all keep it down over there? Yeah. The 12-year-old is trying to sleep. <laughs> All right. Well, next up in the lineup is Lazy Beach's Molinillo, which is a Mexican hot chocolate stout. So this one should have spicy chili. Yes, for sure. The anchos. At a 5.7%. So we'll keep it pretty chill. Just enough to where you can keep on drinking and... It's okay. Can't take me anywhere. <laughs> Sorry, Jay. Oi. Oi. Well, it is frothy. Ooh, look at the head on that bad boy. Nice. Should have sniffed some coffee in between, maybe. Mm. Clear the old nose palate. <laughs> <laughs> now, when you drink stouts, do you ever get like that nostalgic feel of the first time you had a stout and you were like, oh, craft beer, so good? Or at this point, are you, it's, it's just been too many, it's too many years. The, the, the time has weathered away the memories. <laughs> I guess, like, honestly, the first stout that I really like super super loved um was old rasputin oh shoot that was like my go-to stout 
anytime I'd go anywhere, I'm like, oh, they have old rip recipe. And I was like, I'll take it, you that know? That was the one. That was the one. And then I've had a stout that was like 12% or higher. I can't remember. Percent ABV. It was like motor oil. <laughs> like, I was pouring it out of the glass. And it was, uh, it was called Santa's Little Helper. And it had Rudolph and him and not the... The dog from The Simpsons? What? It didn't have the dog from The Simpsons? Santa's Little Helper? No, it was like Santa and then his little helper and not the most like PG uh, artwork. Um, There was like different ones. Uh, But yeah, that one was... I was so excited. I bought it in San Diego, brought it back, and I was like, I'm going to drink this. And I was like... Holy moly. <laughs> that was, it was, it was thick. It was just, it was high ABV. That oh, one, dang. that one burned as it like went <laughs> down and then warmed you all up. Grew a Santa beard <laughs> yeah. while you were drinking it. Thank God I was home for that one. Dang. But I've definitely um, grown more towards the, uh, I don't like stouts with a lot of stuff added to it. So. Um, like adjunct flavors, you yeah, saying? like marshmallows oh. and all these other, yeah, which we'll what? see later on. <laughs> um, but like the Mexican ones, I'm starting to like with the chilies and stuff. Um, but I just don't like, you know, they add everything that you could think of to those stouts, and sometimes I think, like, yeah, I feel that because I feel like most of those adjuncts anyway is just more sugar content. Right. I'm like, cool, how many different ways am I getting sugar added into this beer? Right. Am I a pastry boy now? Is that what's happening? <laughs> I really do like the peanut butter in the stout. For sure. I mean, I've had a really good peanut butter blonde. I'm addicted. Yeah. You throw peanut butter in anything, I'm, like, I'm I'm down, you know? No, but I get it. It's why dogs are like, I know there's a pill in here, but <laughs> I'm going to eat this. But I've seen people try to do blueberries and raspberries mm-hmm. and cherries and all these things. And I'm yeah, like, like chocolate covered, basically. Yeah. And uh, I won't lie, I tried it once. but uh, <laughs> I dabbled. I dabbled. I dabbled. But uh, now I like my stouts. I just want to really get that good. I don't even like coffee, but... Oh, like, you don't like coffee? You're no. from the East Coast. I know, right? No, no Dunkin'. Um, <laughs> oh, five I mean, I'll, I'll eat at Dunkin' if I... Um, She'll have the donuts, but the donuts. not the coffee, not the coffee. All day long, munchkins. Um, <laughs> but I like a good stout that's got a good coffee, chocolate, a little bit of roast to it, yeah. taste. You know, that's that's good. But I don't, I don't need all that other stuff added to it. I feel that. And I feel like the Molinillo... Probably one of my favorite stouts. Like, I like cooking with this beer. I've liked a lot of different things. And, you know, I might be a little biased because <laughs> I am Mexican and I do be making that abuelitas hot chocolate, okay? Oh, yeah, yeah. Those ancho chilies, ooh. It's like, it's like one of those things where you're like, if you ever thought maybe your nose is stopped up or you even get a little sniffle of the sinus and then you just get some of that, like, Mexican hot chocolate, boom, cleared up. As you know, when I cured you with chicken caldo. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you just need a little spice in your life to cure you of what ails you. So I'll take this to work and I'll say I have allergies. Yeah. And I you, just drink a little bit. You have to drink the Molinillo. <laughs> it's to clear you up. <laughs> the sinuses. I feel great. I can do my shift now. That's why it's a 5.7%. Okay, mm-hmm. come on. One's not going to get you too turnt. Just a smidge. <laughs> <laughs> After this many? Yes. Perhaps. Okay. Mm. But I do like the taste. It kind of makes me nostalgic. 
Well, this is isn't that one of the lazy beaches like mainstays, seasonal mainstays, mainstays yeah. seasonal mainstay. They, like, but they brewed it now for a couple years now. Yeah, it's been a popular seller, so it does come back by popular demand, and I feel like it's gotten progressively better every time too. Oh, for sure, for sure. Especially uh, with all the changing of their like getting equipment. different brew systems and stuff too. Yeah, yeah like it's yeah. they've kept it consistent and it's gotten better, so it's like all right. Yeah. I've been going to Lazy Beach since the day it opened, and so it's been fun to see the yeah the progression, progression of everything. And I think that's the, the cool thing about like all the breweries in Corpus too is that they haven't they've all been around in our super youthful lifetimes. <laughs> 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 but like yeah, they're not all like you know what I mean. This isn't like oh the oldest brewery in whatever you know yeah. built in eighteen hundreds or whatever, which is really cool for people who have that. But for the rest of us who just stumbled upon delicious craft beer, it's cool to see, like, you and everybody growing. Yeah. So I've been here for <clears throat> only eight years. And I th- Railroad was the first, but not a lot of people knew about it. Yeah. The beer wasn't the best. Yeah, and because it was, like, a brew pub, it wasn't just a brewery. Yeah, and so... And to be fair, dude, it wasn't very good back in the day, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm supposed to not know that because I wasn't 21 then, but... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mom and dad. Just, I mean, I think I know. tried it in 2014 or something like that. Or 15. No, 2014 is when it opened. 2015 is when I tried it. But then Lazy Beach opened. To be fair, it's the oldest still operating. Because yeah. there was a brewery in Corpus Christi like way back in the 70s. Some basement or something downtown or... <laughs> I don't think it was in a basement. That's impossible. It would have oh. flooded. Oh, that's right. Maybe in an attic? <laughs> I thought it was like the downtown, like... Yeah, it was somewhere. probably downtown, but I don't think it was in a basement. Just because you, we can't have those in Corpus. Oh, the horror stories I heard from that. Well, I'm sure there was mushrooms <laughs> growing and all sorts of... Like I say, it's in the 70s. It's no longer yeah. operating for a reason. Yeah, yeah. But Lazy Beach opened in what year? Mm, really putting me on the spot here. They've only been open now like six years. Because wasn't it I think June? this is the seventh. Yeah, it was June. Two thousand and fifteen. Yeah, I think it was two thousand and fifteen. Or sixteen. No, I think you're right. It's either fifteen or maybe fourteen. Right. But it wasn't in that location the first year. Oh, you're talking home brewing still? No, no, they, well, they weren't home brewing, but they just were in Way Out Weber first. Oh, right, right. I never went to that one. I went to their, okay, so correction, I've been at Lazy Beach since the beginning of it being on the uh, Yorktown. I mean, that's all right, that's all right. I mean, yes, they did, Corey and Drew definitely started home brewing before any of it. They just wanted to make sure they could do it, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why I think you're right. I think it was 2014, and then 2015 might have been the official, like, where it is now, location opening. Yeah. I remember the line was wrapped around and then back out through the door. Oh, Because Corpus sure. was ready. Corpus wanted it, needed it. And then Lorelei opened, and that was, like, so crowded. Yeah. And Rebel Toad opened, and it was so crowded. And then... Especially with how many, <clears throat> like, military personnel we have. Because they're all from all over, you know what yeah, I mean? From yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Places where they've had craft beer for a minute. Yeah. Whereas Corpus was like, so like, what's craft beer? Yeah. Oh, we only drink Heineken or Michelob <coughs> Ultra. Bless you. Bless you. It's those chilies. It's, it's that pepper. <laughs> allergies. <laughs> it's the allergies. You gotta drink more. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so it just seems like, of course, uh, our population was already like, um, where's all the rest of the stuff that Corpus should have? So and it was I, really cool. Yeah. 
And I guess that's what's kind of helped you and I to create this to talk about beer, because why not, right? Yeah, why not? I mean, I'm hoping that, that, like, I'm hoping later on our stats will just be, like, ladies who want to learn about beer. Yeah. Also, it's cool that, you know, guys can listen to and be like, oh, yeah, these beer bitches. <laughs> they like drinking beer. Y'all like drinking beer. We've had a few beers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> to get to get to this point. To, to get to this episode. This, this was also 5.7. Also 5.7, the oatmeal stout. Alright, I think I had this one, but... Also Lazy Beach. At this point, though, I feel like I can only smell the Molinillo and the peanut butter. I don't think that's the See, smell. See, now you know why my bouginess or... I mean, you're right. You're right. When you're right, you're right. But after a certain amount of beers, you probably should wash your glass out. There's a reason why the flights are all in little tiny different cups. But I will say, I like how, so they do the like, the mobile, well not mobile, but the canning at Lazy Beach is like a little tiny canner. Mm-hmm. And uh, the person who is canning it these days is like, d- like birthed by fire basically, has had to like learn on the fly to do it. So I'm really impressed. She's canned these up very well. Yeah. Because they are still, like, holding their head retention and everything, you know? Yeah, especially from 1216. Yeah, this one's from 1216. The Millennial was from 17. So, yeah, they're, they're here we are in completely March. completely carbonated. They taste great. I don't... Yeah, I mean, they're fantastic. Well, there's a little shout-out for Marcella doing mm-hmm. a good job. That's a woman, just in case. <laughs> Lady Canners. <laughs> Lady Canners! Cheers! <laughs> You're going to share at the class what, you were, what your brain is ticking about over there? I just said okay, like I know that I was reading, but there's some really big words. I'm going to a more... Uh... <laughs> okay, going to need this to get defined. I hate when that happens. There's nothing worse than needing your definition defined. Mm-hmm. Oh, I tried this one. It's the Samuel Smith Old Brewery Oatmeal Stout, and I just poured that one straight down the drain. <laughs> Almost feels they're hard. They've got this taste to them. See, well, I really like this oatmeal stout. I really liked it at the brewery. I did mix it with another high ABV dark beer they had called the Nutty Buddy. Oh, that's the one you got me the other night. That one's the 8%er uh-huh. that made me time travel. <laughs> and I'm not sure it's called the Nutty Buddy. I feel like it's... I, it, well, it is... It's That's how someone pronounced it when they gave it to me. But it's spelled N-U-D-I, which I believe is supposed to be nudie, like the nudie brank. And I think that's where they were going with that name. Because, like, ocean themes and stuff. Mm. But I'm going to go with at 8%. Guess who cares what it's pronounced like? No, no you just what? drink it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it says, this beer style is a dark brown to black in color. Roasted malt character is caramel-like and chocolate-like and should be smooth and not bitter. Definitely not bitter. For oatmeals? Yeah. Coffee-like yeah. roasted barley and malt aromas are prominent. This low to medium alcohol style is packed with darker malt flavors and rich and oily body from oatmeal. Oh, yeah. I get that oiliness, too. I, I get feel that like, flaked barley, for sure. Yeah, I feel like this oatmeal stout, like, hits the mark on everything it's supposed to be, like, definition-wise. Yeah. Great job. Shout out to Drew Burkhart mm-hmm. for brewing this beer. Even though he himself said he prefers the Molinillo, probably because he's not a basic bitch, you know? He needs something more. He needs those those chilies. Yeah. 
He needs that science. <laughs> but yeah. All right. Well, we've made it to the end. Oh my God. And we're doing so much better than we normally do. Of course, the last time I guess we had 12 beers. So that was a lot. We've really, we've and really I think we also did five ounce pours for each one. This one we've. No, because I had those little tiny cups. But maybe we filled up that whole tiny cup. Yeah, we filled up the whole tiny cup. Those were five ounce pours. <laughs> the problem with those tiny Five cups. times 12 is. <laughs> Don't try to math me. <laughs> Pretty sure it's one of these growlers that we drank last time. <laughs> I mean, you know, volume is just a concept. It's just a number. <laughs> <laughs> the body knows no bounds. Yeah. Oh, quarry. All right, our last bum, ba, bum, 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 stout is the Deep Fried Oreos by Martin House Brewing. It's a stout brewed with lactose and Oreo. <laughs> Patent not pending. Copyright. What's up? Forever. Cookies. So I oh. guess that means they use actual Oreos. Oh, okay. Because, you know. And it's an 8% alcohol. And Martin House is in Fort Worth, for anyone listening not in the Texas area. They're known for their pickle beer. That's true. That best-made pickle beer is the craze. So... At this point, they almost have so many variations, we might have to do a pickle beer like... I know, I know. Don't give me that look. It could be fun. Plus, some breweries in town have pickle beers. We might have to do a pickle beer episode, okay? At some point, I'm going to have to force you to drink kombucha for a whole episode, too. So, just get ready. Just get ready. crack. We all have to do things that we may or may not want to. It's called work, too. Uh, oh, damn it. <laughs> you so, can't always be fun drinking. Martin House is known for their pickle beer, but honestly, the best pickle beer I have ever had was in Tulsa, Oklahoma at Dead Armadillo. Dead Armadillo? Mm-hmm. I actually could sit there and drink pints of it. Pickle beer? Mm-hmm. Wow. Did it taste like pickles? Because I feel like you just, in general, don't really like pickles, right? I love pickles, but Martin House is literally like I'm taking a best-made pickle jar and drinking it with some extra, extra sourness, where (laughs) Dead Armadillo's was like, yeah, it tastes like pickle, but it had like a nice carbonation to it. Like, it was a good taste. It was refreshing. You said in Oklahoma? Yeah. Where? Like, how deep? I'll just look it up later. Don't you worry about it. Tulsa, Oh, you did say all that. (laughs) (laughs) Speak slower. For me, who's seven beers deep now. T-U-L-S-A. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm just saying, I might, while my parents are napping in the car, veer off to Tulsa, grab some, and then keep on driving to Colorado tomorrow. Okay? That's a really big detour. <laughs> I'll be like, uh, the roads were closed. You guys were asleep. I thought you would be fine. I'll be like, look, I made this trek specific, Okay. Don't worry, we might be taking the beer bitches on a road trip and go to some random city. <laughs> We're going to podcast there. I think it's called Chicago. Oh, yes. Yes, it is. Okay, so my thoughts on this beer are, I don't know if it's good or if I've had too many beers now. Because it feels like it tastes pretty good to me. It tastes good. And I'm going to have to Mercy Street put myself on that crucifix of honesty, but like, there's been plenty of Martin House beers that I just drank because I was being watched by the employees and I didn't want to be a jerk face. Yeah. Like, look, man, just Gatorade mixed with your beard? No, no, never. No, who are we, frat boys? This should never happen. I just can't, but... Do you remember the beer. puppy chow beer? Yeah, I do remember the puppy chow beer. 
I've been trying to forget the puppy chow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, the raspberry, the raspberry sour that they came out recently was really good. Yeah, I feel like their sours are pretty good. They do sours very well. My favorite, favorite, favorite all time of theirs is their pretzel stout. Oh, pretzel stout. It's like 300 pounds of sourdough pretzels that they put in it. It's fantastic. Well, then they made a peanut butter version. What? Peanut it's butter so pretzel stout? That sounds great. And it's seasonal. Like when we've year. already passed it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but like when? Like it's cold right now. Uh, October, November ish. Oh, I got you for like Octoberfest. Situation. Don't worry, I drank all the ones at B and Days. Well, that's why I didn't find any. It made, made sure it got taken you care of. Then I went to Topology and finished it off. <laughs> that was got before it, Modern so House. If you're in Corpus, you'll never find them because Till is the one drinking up all the good beer. Well, Modern House just started distributing out here. That's fair. So. And you drank up all the seven of them that made it down Yeah, here. yeah. Thanks a lot. I was like, yes. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess we'll just have to wait for that episode next October, November time. Yeah. All right. So then, what was the favorite beer tonight? What were you thinking? What style, you know? We had some different ones. The, the oatmeal, the imperial, the milks, the Americans, um, the Mexicans. Molino. Milano. Molinillo. Molinillo. You're moving to Laredo. You need to start speaking Espanol, chico. <laughs> Get it together. <laughs> Do you know what a Molinillo is? Chili? No. But that's a good guess. It's a good guess because there's a lot of chili, isn't it? It is actually a wooden stirring mechanism. Like Think of a, like a wooden whisk. Oh, and that's, okay. what they use, that's what we use in Mexico to stir the hot chocolate. Oh, okay. Okay. You've probably seen one. You've definitely seen one on my Instagram because that's the wand, quote unquote, I would use if I was a wizard. It would be a millennial. <laughs> It'd be tart. Uh, you pull that thing out and they'd be like, what? People would run, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, uh, or, or just be They like, would think otherwise and then I would boom, bam, boom and then that's how I get them by surprise. I got it all worked out. <laughs> Catch me at your local Comic Con. <laughs> <laughs> Please, for the love of God, dress up like that for the Corpus Christi Comic Con. I Come might. On. Don't tell me. I will. I'll yeah. find a way. Yeah. I don't know what I'll be. I guess the Mexican beer bitch. I like it. <laughs> but how do I work in the magical aspect of it? I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> We're going to get you a, a cape and some colors <laughs> and a paddle. <laughs> well, I already have the Molinillo. Don't you worry about that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Put some scar on your forehead and good to go no why i don't want to be harry potter (laughs) (laughs) a scar unless it's something cool you know Mm. harry potter's just lame all tiny i need something like a patch on my eye maybe you know and Mm. the story is like poked my eye out on a fermenter which actually almost happened to me once so that's not really far from the truth (laughs) fermenters are dangerous like why do they put the valve's so low when you know you have to like squat beneath them and then you come up forgetting all about it and bam. It's like the same thing with the fucking uh, carb stones stick out. I'm like, every time I'm like, make sure you step over it, <laughs> yeah. not through it. <laughs> Lift those legs. And then you hit in. the ball valve that's attached to the other tank. Yeah. I swear. Okay, so I don't know if anyone's going to get this, but did you used to play The Sims? Yes. Okay, okay. So, you know how when you're building your house or whatever <laughs> building it is that you're building, sometimes it's a cemetery. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. 
But you know how certain furniture comes with, like, blocks? Like, you can only fit it in if you have, like, five blocks yeah. available. Okay. That's what furniture should be like. <laughs> they need fucking several squares around it open. Nah. But nah. They're like, we're going to fit all this into this little tiny space. And if anybody's been to railroad, you will see my pain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Lazy Beach is no better. I mean, I have yet to go somewhere where I'm like, wow, look at all this space and all the furniture. <laughs> well, except for maybe like the big dudes, you know, like when you walk in, you're like, oh my God, there's an echo in here. Yeah. You totally have space around here. Otherwise, I'm like, oh, let me just oh, twister oh, my way through. Step over this glycol system and let's, don't step on that because you'll break it. And- Dislocate your shoulder and reach yeah. back then. Try clamp it in with one hand. Oh, I just hit my head for the one hurts time. Okay. <laughs> Concussions? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I legitimately did Harry Potter myself. It hurt. <laughs> it hurt something fierce. <laughs> but all right. Well, we did it. We made it through seven. I feel like we're getting the hang of this. Yeah, for sure. I can still. I think, uh,. Something to share is just uh, don't be afraid just because it's a dark beer that you might not like it. That's that's uh, like really kind. Yeah, you know. Just, just I agree. I agree. Especially if it's cold outside. Just pop the bottle open, give it a shot. If anything, you're just gonna feel really good, um, nice and warm. Yeah, unless you're lactose intolerant. <laughs> be and, careful with the labels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Make sure you're not choosing a milk stout. Sadly. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. Give them a chance. I like stouts. Maybe next we'll have to do porters and answer the age-old question, what's the difference? Oof. But we leave that for another day. Till As next always. Time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, you guys. Thanks for sharing a beer with us. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>